This episode of Australian Gothic is coming to you from Turbal, Yagara, and Kwandamooka land. We acknowledge elders past, present, and emerging, and that sovereignty was never ceded. Hello and welcome to Australian Gothic, a podcast about Curse Australiana, and I don't have an intro. Um, this episode's on Vegemite. Uh, joining me today is my co-host Josie. Josie, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. Um, relieved to be talking about something that shouldn't be too heavy, but also... You know, actually, now that I think of it, I'm going to bring up racism in this in this episode. Oh, did you so, think of the same thing I um, thought of? The MSG thing? No, no, I thought of a different thing. Oh, God, sorry, we um, both... Oh, God. We... Okay, never mind. Guess we're getting to, into some racism this episode again. What oh, very, a shock. Very briefly. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I'm okay. I'm incredibly tired doing research... Allegedly, that's about it. What about you? How are you? Yeah, I'm also really fucking tired. This is the Tired People podcast. Uh, I've been like shooting um, nonstop for the last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, looking after my kids on the weekend. So I am also really happy that it is mostly a topic where we just get to like talk shit about a food everyone likes. And we mm-hmm. like as well, just to be clear. Uh, also, oh, I yeah. Ha- also, I haven't introduced myself. I'm going to try and introduce myself in the podcast. I'm Lucas. <laughs> I, I forget to Who do that. Who the fuck that. is this guy? <laughs> Who's this dickhead who's been talking? That's, that's Oz Gothic. That's... <laughs> um, yeah, for those of you who might be wondering, um, hey, what happened to the Satanic Panic episode? Um, we've delayed it. We, we've kicked it down the road. Sorry. It was just... At this time of year for me is insane. It was just too much research. I didn't want to get anything wrong. So... So, uh, yeah. We're, do- we're doing the Vegemite episode instead. Uh, thank you all of for course. your patience. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. If if any weirdos are going to get upset about it, feel free to Google um, Australian Satanic Panic, uh, Michael Salter's work. Go go for it. Just have fun. <laughs> yes, yes. Pl- just, just look up his tweet, Fred. It's very good. But yeah, so today's episode is on something that is very close to all of our hearts. Um, uh, Josie, what is your your day-to-day experience of the substance known as Vegemite. Oh, yeah, okay, Vegemite. Grew up with it, ate nothing but margarine and Vegemite sandwiches on white bread as a kid in my lunchbox every day. As a teenager, when I was left home alone on holidays while mum was working, that was my, I, you know, I couldn't cook very well at oh. all. Um, and so I just have toasted cheese and Vegemite sandwiches and honestly they're still a fantastic comfort food for me and then now as an adult with a child um, my son is an extremely picky eater but the one thing that has he has always loved is Vegemite cheesy mite scrolls so cheese and Vegemite scrolls Vegemite sandwiches both as is like not raw I guess (laughs) uncooked um and and toasted um he can't get enough of it and i try to explain to him vegemite is actually something that's quite contentious in terms of a taste there are some people who really cannot stand the stuff and it is quite a strong taste but yeah what about you i'm sorry earlier did you say chickpeas and vegemite no chickpeas (laughs) and vegemite cheese Cheese and Vegemite. Okay, God, Goodness I thought you said gracious. chickpeas. I'm just like, 
It's like, huh, like that's... just tin chickpeas? Uh, like, no, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if like some sort of dip brand in Australia makes like a Vegemite hummus. Um, and it's going to make a lot of people mad. <laughs> it might make some of them really happy. Like, okay, we will get into, later on, we will get into like some of the weird, wacky marketing shit that has been done with Vegemite. Um, oh, yeah. I feel like I used to be one of those people who would get aggro about like, oh, they made a Vegemite chocolate, they made a Vegemite pizza. Now I don't really care because like now I know more about food and it's just like, wait a minute, there's, there's plenty of sweet food that I enjoy when it has like a salty umami thing to it. And mm-hmm. likewise, you know, I like lots of Thai food and a lot of their food like has, you know, a sweet element in like otherwise savory dishes. So like, no, I'm fine. I'm not phased by any of that stuff anymore. But um, uh, like, like your son, I was a very picky eater as a kid. Um, yeah, my parents actually took me to like, I distantly remember going to like a therapy to try and get me to eat something that wasn't like sausages and Vegemite yep. sandwiches. Yep. Um, <laughs> Um, now, and whatever did it work, because I, I eat any old shit now. I love okay. trying new things. I actually went through a phase as a teenager where I, and my early 20s, where I really didn't like Vegemite. Okay. I really got over it and rejected it in a big way. Um, of course, uh, now now that I have little kids, uh, you know, I most mornings I get up at about six, uh, take, my, take my meds. I understand I have about an hour before they work. And I try to eat as quickly as possible. And Vegemite toast is something my daughter can have and that I can, like, eat very quickly before my, vi- my Vivanza kills any appetite I have. So, right. So, so no, I've, I've come back to Vegemite in a big way. It's, it's great. Uh, but, yeah, it is a... Yeah, it is a... Do you want to describe what Vegemite is? <laughs> for, for oh, good like, point. For, like, an alien who's coming down and like, what the fuck is Vegemite? Never heard of it. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Vegemite is a is made from a like depleted brewer's yeast, or sorry, spent brewer's yeast. I think it's technically called. Um, sorry, uh, it is a dark coloured spread. Um, it's black. I think it's actually <laughs> it looks black. It's dark brown though. Hey, it's dark brown. I'd call it yeah, yeah, like a sepia colour. When you spread it thin, it looks kind of browny, almost like even like an orangey at the edges, kind of. Um, and it is a is very strong smelling. It is very salty. It has a real umami flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, we will talk about like uh, foreign reactions and misunderstandings mm-hmm. in Vegemite a little bit later. Sorry to keep doing our usual shit. Um, but yeah, it is an extremely popular uh, snack uh, ingredient. I've seen lots of recipes that call for Vegemite. And it's in a jar, in a, an iconic yellow jar. Yeah, with a with a red like almost diamond shaped label. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's been almost unchanged since like the thirties, I think. Damn. It's it's considered a very healthy food. It's got lots of B vitamins. Um, the the health benefits are a long have long been used to like spruik Vegemite, <laughs> um, and uh, but it is. Yeah, it is presented as this uniquely Australian thing, and I'm I'm very sad to have to tell everyone that there's like seven other countries that have a Vegemite or something like it. That makes sense to me. Yeah, it does. And well, I, like if you're saying that it, because like it, it makes total sense to me that it's a spent brewer's yeast thing. Because I don't know about you, but like if you're ever in Milton near the Forex 
brewing company some days it smells like Vegemite and I felt insane for saying is it just me or does the air smelling Vegemite um but I think I wouldn't be surprised if that's like the same um like if it's just like that yeasty sort of smell that makes sense because if it's just like a way to use like this byproduct or like waste product we're not the fucking first to like try and find a way to make food out of scraps like so that makes total sense to me that there would be other iterations of this yeah exactly and uh oh sorry i should add to the flavor as well that because it 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 uses you know is based on uh spent brewer's yeast it has a slight beery taste Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. and many people say that it tastes a bit like beer um uh it is served spread thin uh so yeah anytime you see an american on youtube uh, sorry that's contentious oh oh, look look in our house um every now and then my wife will ask for you know uh, usually when she was pregnant as well and i'm looking up like b vitamins and it's just like oh yeah yeah pregnant women like the like getting some b vitamins Yeah, every now and then my wife would just like, yeah, just put the Vegemite on like real fucking thick. Yeah. And I would be like, you know, wincing just like, oh, oh. Is that a thing though, where foreigners don't eat it properly? One of the things I was, I was going to cite it later on, but a couple of years ago, I was watching like a live stream of Tom Walker and Demi Lardner with some like American podcasters. I can't remember who, maybe it was the Chapa Trap House people, um, watching this like, idiot fucking food vlogger guy and he was like sitting in his car and he had like a jar of Vegemite he just bought it and he was like you know opening it and looking at it and smelling it um the thing that made me really angry is that he smelled it and said oh it kind of smells like hazelnuts and I'm just like what "What the fuck are you talking about no it doesn't fucking having a stroke my dude yeah so it's just like you're you're fucking lying you're an idiot um it, it has a very salty, pungent smell. It is yeah. Yeah, sticking your nose into a jar of Vegemite is not is not probably not a pleasant thing to do. It's a singular experience anyway, right? Absolutely. And of course, like, of course, this dipshit like takes a spoon and like eats oh, a no. nearly heaped it- teaspoon of Vegemite. And then and of course, he like hams it up for the camera, like, you know, how disgusted he is. And it's just like, oh. yeah, man, it's like you that would be like eating stock powder. That's disgusting. Because Vegemite is often used in Australia in gravies or sauces. Yeah. If you want like a you want like a salty umami kick, you know, chuck a teaspoon of Vegemite in there. Um, Spag bowl, yeah. Oh, uh, it's also vegan and halal, so hmm. yeah. And I imagine kosher. <laughs> but I'm not... uh, yeah, yeah, that too, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to learn a little bit about the history of Vegemite? Yes, please. Okay, because it's a, weirdly enough a little bit metal. Um, as I said, um, <laughs> Australia is like one of seven countries that have a spread made of made of brewer's yeast. The process of making a Vegemite-like sauce was invented by an 18th century German guy called Justus von Liebig. I wonder if it's meant to be pronounced Eustace or not. Um, mm. And uh, he's an interesting guy. He did a lot of like, you know, he was like a very famous chemist and... Uh, interesting like what you were saying earlier about like you know people throughout history are just desperate for food and are willing to try anything um uh when he was 13 sorry he was born in 1803 so he lived through an event called the year without a summer and that was a due to a volcanic ah. you may have heard of this uh due to a volcanic winter. Areas. yeah yeah so basically a 
there was a famine in the northern hemisphere because like the crops wouldn't grow because of a mm-hmm. volcanic winter uh germany he was a german guy it was one of the most hardest hit countries so he lived through a famine uh so of course you're going to look at like because it occurred to me that like eating spent brewer's yeast is probably something a civilization does when they're like we need to eat or we're gonna fucking die what can we eat Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. can we eat the leftover shit from the brewing yeah, absolutely. So yeah, he found a way to like sort of concentrate it, jar it, and it became a foodstuff. And uh, he, one of his like, you know, selling points or what he thought was like a cool thing is that it had a meaty, savory taste, mm-hmm. but was vegan. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> so yeah, he ends up making this food, which later becomes Marmite, uh, which is a British precursor to Vegemite, still exists. Um, is still wildly popular, um, has always been very popular in uh, the UK, was also very popular in Australia up until near the end of World War One, which disrupted the supply of Marmite. So Vegemite, it's invented in 1922 by Cyril Callister. And initially when Vegemite first came out in 1922, it wasn't very popular. It only became successful, I think, in the uh, late basically the 30s as Mm. basically like a side product to craft cheese. They were just like, here, have some Vegemite. You can get it for like cheaper. And over that time, it steadily became more and more popular. Um, Have you ever had Marmite? Because I don't know if I've ever had it before. No, I I haven't had Marmite. Also, like, obviously this is just me spitballing here, but like the quote-unquote Australian identity um, wasn't around um, until after World War One, at the very least. So I'm like wondering if those things like coincided in terms of like, okay, we don't have like as much access to Marmite. Um, also, we need to like make up this fucking Anzac myth because everyone more or less like, you know, they were subjects of the Queen rather than like Australians. And it's so I wonder if it was just like this perfect sort of storm of trying to develop a white Australian identity and then being like, oh yeah, Vegemite is a huge part of that. But actually, like, half the people had already been exposed to Marmite at that point. Um, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, like, thinking about it. Because, um, like, if I think about... Because, like, I, at my primary school, I remember there were kids who were like, no, we only have Marmite. And they were always... Um, they always had Brits as parents. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I'm wondering if it's like this like stubborn turf island mentality of like, no, we, we buy Marmite. Um, but I don't know. Like I, I've been told that the two do taste a bit different. Like they're practically the same, but um, apparently they, they do no. taste a bit different. But who knows, right? I know Promite, which is another kind of Vegemite that you, another yeast extract spread that you can get in Australia. I remember as a kid, having going on like a trip with a bunch of friends grabbing what i thought was a vegemite sandwich Mm -hmm. but was actually a promite sandwich yes uh promite promite is a little bit sweeter yeah i hate promite i i did not like it you just unlocked a deep memory in my head (laughs) (laughs) because it looks identical as well so it's just like oh yeah this is a cheese and vegemite sandwich and you take a bite and just like what the fuck why is it sweet it's all wrong. It's interesting that it was like sold alongside cheese. 
Mm, mm. And yeah, like people must have realized that like, you know, oh, okay, this, these two actually go really well together. Um, yeah. I'm fascinated by your point about Vegemite being nearly identical to Marmite, but being maybe a tool in fomenting, in fermenting, you know, white Australian identity in that era. And Vegemite is still considered this like very Australian, you know, cultural mm -hmm. signifier. But as we'll get into a little bit later, like it's not a unique product and like a lot of facets of Australian culture aren't unique or Australian. It's, it's a, you know, kind of devastating to read about, but also it's like, you know, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but we will get into that a little bit later. Um, but uh, yeah, Vegemite catches on throughout the thirties. Um, it becomes increasingly popular. Um, at this point, I'm going to get you to watch a video. I've just shared a link in the discord. Your point about like Vegemite nationalism uh, made me think of this, uh, the song. Oh, jeez, yeah. The song doesn't come out until the 50s. Um, this video is a minute long. I'll share it in the show notes. And it is, like, so dated and so kind of, like, I, I found it very hard to watch uh, just because the okay. accents make me want to. I'm going to click on it and then I'll I'll tell you my observation. So before I even click on it, um, I'm seeing that that is far too much Vegemite on that fucking <laughs> sandwich. What's going on? And this is, like, fucking 1950s, like, you know, film reel dubbed to tape. So the quality is Jeez. not great and it's right. black and white. Clicking on it now. Uh, okay, uh, content warning for anyone. I'm not scared of clowns, but if you're scared of clowns, this is not the video for you. <laughs> they fucking love some clowns on 1940s, 50s TV. You know what? Those kids are pretty good at what they do. Doing flips and shit. And and while singing, and apparently it's all sync. So, yeah, fuck. Yeah, good point. What are you smiling about, you little cunt? Sorry. <laughs> what? Put it... The delicious bread provides the vitamin B1 your family needs. Okay, so... Yeah, so that was just like the Vegemite song, which if you haven't heard it, go listen, just so you know what we're talking about. Um, it's a circus performance of kids doing flips and stuff. Pretty impressive. They're jumping over very large jars of Vegemite. The jar that we mentioned before has largely gone unchanged. And then at the end, they have like the girl sitting at the table with her parents and they say, put a jar of Vegemite next to your salt and pepper. Like, as if, like, they're trying to make it this third condiment um, or whatever that, like, like seasoning um, at the table that's just, like, a part of your meal. Which, you know, actually, for, like, all the uses of Vegemite um, in cooked meals, you know, I mean, it is... You could use it more often than, than maybe originally thought, but, yeah. Yeah, it's sorry. I just can't get over the accents in this ad. I I cannot stand ads from this era, like the weird like Atlantic accent they affect, which isn't. Oh, the transatlantic sort of right. Yeah, yeah, it's not British. It's got like very. It's we've almost seen like modern Australian language like evolve over the course of sixty years. Like it's kind of horrifying to think about. But uh, yeah, it's like so weird to see like how posh everyone sounds in this era oh, sounds like my grandma like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, likewise. It really, Vegemite really catches on during World War II where, you know, it was used as rations. Um, there are a lot of incredible, I'll put them in the show notes, like uh, it was used as a rallying tool as well. Like there are ads of like little kids saying like, he's doing his part. And like, you know, Vegemite was like doing the weird, oh. like buy war bomb shit. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Okay. This all tracks. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and uh, from this point on, you know, it really does get cemented. Like the song is incredibly catchy. Um, There is a failed push into America and there's like a lot of reasons for that. Just like, you know, cultural supremacy. People don't really know what to do with it. Um, There was a... What, what, what sort of decade are we talking here? Uh, the f- Probably the 50s or 60s because there are some wonderful ads. Sorry, I'll share the article oh. I found roughly the middle of the page um there's an ad about like australian life-saving captain brings vitality secret to us like all of this oh the old-timey ads like you know have our fucking food and it'll make you superhuman even though it's just it's just fucking paste that again other places have already had yeah okay (laughs) yep (laughs) do you want me to rattle off all the vegemites so there's the british marmite Uh, There's the New Zealand Marmite, which is apparently its own distinct thing, but again, like very different things. Like, you know, the, the, the recipe for like turning brewer's yeast into this is like not patented. So any, we could make a Vegemite as a tie-in product if we fucking wanted. Um, So yeah, the two Marmites, uh, there's Vegemite. There is a Swedish spread called Senevis. It is, it, it looks like Vegemite, but like much thinner, much more of like a tomato sauce consistency. It is consumed the same way, like spread on toast. Um, there's an Argentinian one, I can't, called Cenoviz or something like that. It's a very similar name to the Swedish one. Germany has one called Vitam R. Uh, yeah, there's, and there's a couple more. I think there's like over seven. If you don't mind, if I could bring up the MSG element. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. So like, okay. I mean, this is skips ahead a few decades. I would say probably like 90s is like the peak of this. But uh, everyone probably has, well, I, th- I feel like definitely like people in the US and Australia know of like the MSG allergy or reaction or intolerance sort of scare that still exists mm-hmm. um, where, you know, it's often said that like, oh, I can't eat Chinese food because of the added MSG into it, um, which is a, um, I think that one's like monosodium glutamate, but I could be wrong. Um, no, but it's a, a glutamate. Um, is It's like this powder, totally fine. Um, you know, people will say, oh, I can't sleep and I get headaches. Even like I, not me, but like people in my family did the same too. But the thing about that is that fucking... Glutamates are found in celery, are found in like so many other, like they're naturally occurring. Um, (laughs) I think they, yeah, they're naturally occurring um, like compounds. Oh no, I know I have some chemists listening. Um, Amino acids? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, my point is, is that these people be like, oh yeah, I can't fucking, can't fucking eat Chinese food, can't eat a uh, Mongolian black bean to save my life. But then they'll go and have fucking Vegemite, which has glutamates in it. It's like almost entirely glutamate. That's why it can be used as, um, you know, in stir fries and spaghetti bolognese. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking umami. Um, anyway, I, I get very mad about 
the whole, um, you know, whether intentional or not, the whole MSG thing is embedded in racism. Um, oh, absolutely. Or at least has been, but yeah. And it's like, yeah, the reason you're tired is because you've eaten, like, probably a quite salty meal, and that's a thing that happens. <laughs> like, I myself ate a whole pizza before this podcast and maybe put a little bit too much hot sauce on it, and I am feeling a bit more sluggish than usual. Not sure if that's coming across. Hopefully not. <laughs> but... How are your how are your feelings towards the Italians? Uh, uh, love the fine people of Italia, as always. Of Italia, yes, cool. Yes. Real place, Italia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so you're not gonna just like condemn all of Italian food because you feel you you ate you ate a lot of pizza. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> But yeah, Find like I'm thinking of everyone I know and it's like, oh, I I live live a horrible lifestyle plus I just have this fucking all you can eat Chinese buffet. It's <laughs> it's the MSG's fault. Yeah, yeah, it's not that I'm a grub and I like have no restraint. It's like, okay, how much of the Mongolian beef did you have? But at least I know that <laughs> mine is just like a, an unwillingness to stop myself. But anyway, um yeah, sorry, I just want to bring that up. I'm sorry I'm feel like I'm cutting you off a lot tonight. I don't mean to be. Oh, come on. I'm sure, Surely I'm the one who does the bulk of the cutting off. <laughs> eh. But two people with ADHD, it's just going to happen. Yep, yeah. Oh, I just love some new shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I will forget it. So, yeah, Vegemite remains popular to this day. Uh, it's really shown no signs of going away. I found a really cool article that I'm going to discuss a little bit near the end that talks about... Um, the article is called The Slippery Symbols of Australia... And it's Ooh. about how modern Australia, because, you know, like you've said, up until like the really post-World War II, we were, we were British subjects. We were just an extension mm -hmm. of British culture. Like we maybe had some like home on the range kind of shit, you know, which was, you know, founded in all sorts of like weird colonial bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like a lot of the shit that is considered modern Australian culture is, is just shit that we're just kind of trying out. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, you know, there's there's like eight other countries that have like a yeast spread, um, you know, <laughs> deviating a little bit. Um, for the longest time in Australian comedies, you would see this this archetype of like a tradie sort of labourer character wearing like a blue wife beater singlet and stubby shorts. Mm -hmm. uh, these characters were all through like comedy in Australia in the 90s. I thought this was an extremely Australian archetype. But I found out from like internationalists is that no, like it's it's Polish. Like those dudes exist in oh, Poland yeah. and a bunch of European <laughs> countries. Like so that thing, like, you know, buffhead blokes with utes, like, are just a thing that exists everywhere. Like so many of these things that are uniquely Australian aren't aren't unique or Australian. That's that's funny. I have like, do you know if in that context, if it's like, um, are they like like migrant workers like migrant polish workers because i've definitely heard of like um you know polish roofers or whatever who will do the job for cheaper but like dodgy these these characters are like australian like maybe they have some like polish heritage or something like that this is a thing that i thought for the longest time was uniquely australian but it's it's not it exists everywhere yeah. and likewise like um okay sorry we'll go through a little bit of the article that i posted earlier on twitter so this is a uh, from uh australia.com it is like our tourism website and it's from the about australia section the aussie way of life and point number one i'll just scroll through the points for you so so 
a no worries attitude. Oh my god. No worries. Yeah, no 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 sweat, no discrimination here. Just 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 big chillers. Yeah, yeah. We're we're all laid back as we've established on this podcast like we're absolutely not cops here. We're super chill. Uh mm-hmm. you certainly don't have to go into your suburb Facebook group and see that there are people like there are people complaining about like too many children in the streets and they want to install mm-hmm. cameras so they can film the children in their streets. Like so laid back, no worries. No wasers. Yeah. Uh <laughs> next is next is a spirit of friendship. Bullshit. Yeah, if you're white and of the same class. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole mateship thing is is trotted out as like, oh, we're just it's it's usually trotted out by like politicians trying to like get you mm-hmm. to think they're genuine and like, look look it just just every country has friends. Yeah, you're so right. Sorry. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah, come to Australia. We have friends here. You fucking no friends, foreigners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, fu- those, those fucking Italians. They just don't know how to be friends. They're too busy kissing each other. Like, it's. Oh man. Okay, uh, this point, I'm, I'm going to read out this point, sorry. For Aussies, a stranger is just a mate you haven't met yet. Fuck off. No. Oh. No, that's... <sighs> Stay the fuck away Shit from writing. me. Mateship is the beating heart of the Australian spirit. It's, it's no, it's up. not. It's practically a national trait. Aussies pride themselves no. on being good friends and neighbours and not catty assholes. Like... <laughs> Uh, so we love being passive aggressive in australia we love okay. pretending we're like oh we're just having a joke it's like no we we can be really bitchy here it's kind of like sorry. part of the culture sorry so is do you know if this is like a government thing or is it like um yeah 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 this is the this is the tourism like the big awful campaign that everyone hates with like the kangaroo this is the website with the kangaroo cgi creature Okay, they have changed it, but I was going to say in this one, it says, um, for Australians, this emphasis on mateship creates a cheery, welcoming attitude and one that says anyone can be a mate. And um, I think they've changed it now, but it used to be that if you went to like the um, like the immigration fucking website, it would be like, no, you cannot call Australia home. And it was like this super horrible, just like, you know, turn back the boats thing um, for mm, asylum mm. seekers. It's like, yeah, fucking real good mates, right? Yeah, yeah, we're so good. <laughs> so good. A love of being outdoors. I'm not sure if anyone, any of our international lis- listeners has heard of um, the outdoors or if they love being in, the, in it. Have you heard of outdoor activities? Have you touched grass and enjoyed it? <laughs> Have you gone um, swimming outside? <laughs> A rich and diverse cultural history. I mean, yes, A, we're not very, like, settlers, white settlers are not very in touch with that. Uh, mm-hmm. The government actively tries to sort of uh, under, like, play down, you know, atrocities, genocide. Um, but also, a rich and diverse cultural history applies to literally fucking everywhere in the world. Yes. <laughs> China, <laughs> famously no diverse, rich cultural history. <laughs> Sorry, the next one. Coming together over food and drink. <laughs> have you heard of going to lunch at Friends? Do you have that in the US? The Yanks. 
It's the Yanks with their TV dinners. They've never heard of the concept of a family meal. And we're hamming it up, but like, fucking hell. No, it oh. really is like, okay, I know they're trying to sell like beaches and please go to like a, a nice outdoor restaurant where they sell seafood. But like you know, the next one is making most of the coastline. You know, there are lots of countries where surfing is a thing. Surfing it was is like native Hawaiian religious, like spiritual practice. <laughs> okay, spirit of the outback. Oh, a passionate... I feel like this is rich and diverse history again. Enjoys sports, coming together to celebrate events. Okay, one thing I'm learning is Australians love to come together. Read that how you will. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's this. Yeah, so the point is, I'm glad we didn't devote a whole podcast to this list. But yeah, yeah same. Uh, once again, um, sorry, we'll get to this in. I, I know we've deviated from Vegemite, but like, it it really does help to make you understand that like so many of the things that are being like tried on as Australiana are, you know, both very forced, extremely flimsy, and just shit that happens everywhere. Like. You know, the whole thing of like, oh, we're Australians. We like beer and football. It's just like, okay, I can name like three other countries that like beer and football. What else have you fucking got? Have you fucking been to Philadelphia? I haven't, but I hear they're like, oh, wait, no, they don't. Wait, what football are we talking about? No, oh, I mean like a, a, a contact sport. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, you, you, could you, you fucking could be both... gridiron. Who cares? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Gridiron and, you know, rugby league are wildly different sports, but like somewhat similar balls. And yeah, you know, you run across it's the, the field, same vibe. you try and tackle like people. It's team sports, right? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. Like Vegemite is definitely one of those things that it's like, and yeah, like, I mean, this is the entire thesis of the podcast really is like, actually, like, it ain't that deep when it comes to Australia or like or maybe it's deeper than you would think but like in a different way it's it's all it reminds me a little bit I was reading about like southern hospitality there was this thing it's all about like how in America if you go to the south they're really nice to you you know you know mm. if they're you know if they're rich and white and you're also like white and perceived to be <laughs> of like a similar class and a lot of the rationale for it is like oh it's thought of you know the reason this exists is uh because they you know, subconsciously, desperately don't want you to talk about like slavery or atrocities or anything like that. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, all of Australia is like Southern hospitality, because, you know, that would match up too nicely with like our geography and everything like that. But, but all of this shit, like, you know, playing up the really kitsch stuff, you know, is, is kind of a diversion from like, you know, hey, here's all the horrible stuff that happened to found Australia, and the Mm. horrible stuff that's ongoing. That's really interesting that, like, you've said that because it's sort of like there's definitely this willingness to just not bring it up. And if someone does, just be like, oh, let's just move past it. But, like, I think that something that definitely white settler colonial states struggle with understanding is that you can acknowledge what's happened and move forward with, but, like, it just won't be one that benefits white people as much, which is of course why you don't want to do it and <laughs> like um and it might might make people feel a bit yucky or whatever um but yeah 100 percent. it's like the same thing i feel like veggie might i mean we there's definitely going to be other food related episodes we're doing christmas foods coming up um in december food is definitely one of those ones that we fixate on in like trying to force through just a confected culture i guess like between Vegemite, 
ice bovos, um, fucking democracy sausage, like those things. <laughs> yeah, they're like definitely cultural icons, but they're also, but they're not like naturally occurring either. Like if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, you know, I mean, the whole the whole Vegemite song, even though we love it, it's an it's an ad. Like, yes, it is quite literally an ad. And I wonder how much of that has to do with like, again, I think we kind of touched on this in like the cryptids episode. It's like, I wonder how much of a part of it is just like the age of like the how young like settler Australia is like as marketing techniques and like, you know, communications expand and trying to develop a white Australian sort of identity it's like well it's it'd be really hard to sort of like have anything without that marketing if that makes sense yeah yeah it's and you know it's it's something that's there like the marketing is just like oh well that's a thing I liked as a kid and and that's why I think kitsch is now look I love kitsch and, and that's why I think so much of Australiana and Australian culture has so much kitsch in it because, like, firstly, it is playful and fun, but it is also kind of a way of tying into the whole, like, we're not serious, we're irreverent, we like a fucking jar of brown stuff that we put on toast and we get very defensive about it and if someone makes fun of it, we will flood YouTube with angry videos about how we're not mad. Speaking of kitsch, I have, it's not very long. I actually didn't find as many instances as I was expecting to, but um, I did find some potential Vegemite related food crimes. Um, I called oh. them, but not actual crimes. Just depends on your point of view. Did you ever get to try the Cadbury dairy milk with Vegemite? No, but I think it, I think it came out long enough ago that, that I, it would have been something I would have been repelled by or I would have thought like, oh, that's, that's stupid. But now like I've had, you know, I've had lots of, you know, salted caramel and stuff like that. It's just like, oh no, this. It probably was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I feel the same. I, I remember looking at it. I didn't realize it was. I mean, I'm looking at a picture of it now and it does say limited edition quite clearly. But I remember thinking, oh, I'll buy it some other time. And then obviously I didn't. But yeah, so Vegemite Cadbury milk chocolate, uh, it was sold out in two weeks. It was mostly just supposed to be a... Um, I read like sort of like an interview with like one of the people at Cadbury or Craft. I can't remember which one. And they were like, oh, it was just supposed to like encourage people to start thinking outside of the box in terms of like, you know, chocolate flavors which, mm. you know, I don't even think at that point we had salted caramel. So, like, <laughs> I think it was, like, trying to, like, shift the, the Overton window of uh, acceptable Australian chocolate flavours. But um, uh, sold out in two weeks. They had been going up until late last year. There were a few blocks on eBay, probably well expired, um, for a few hundred bucks. Uh when I looked last week, there was only one being sold on eBay for 59 Australian dollars with $11 shipping, or you can click huh. and collect. Um, <laughs> or you can get 7% off with a coupon. Um, so there you go. If anyone's interested, it, I think it would probably be worse now because it's probably like moldy or something. Oh, it's it's definitely bloomed. It's it is just it's a bloomed. <laughs> I don't know though. Like, will anything survive the Vegemite? Can Vegemite get moldy? Oh, oh, look, look, probably. 
I, I reckon if you were keeping it in the pantry and you didn't get all the crumbs and butter out, um, I always, don't always do that. But then again, like we go through, like we're, we're getting a new jar like every two weeks or so. So oh, yeah, same. our Vegemite is not around long enough to develop mold, but, uh, but no, nah, it, it absolutely could. Yeah, yeah. Next is Dairy Lee Cheese Singles of Vegemite. So they just look like a slightly darker, slightly, slightly darker, um, you know, individually wrapped cheese slice. Apparently it had like a Vegemite flavour in it. I think that would be yummy because we eat Vegemite and cheese anyway, so whatever. There's SPC canned baked beans with rich tomato and Vegemite. Again, I think that was meant to like gross people out, but actually if you add like, um, you know, up to a tablespoon of like Vegemite into a huge thing of like fucking spag bog, it's pretty good my jar of vegemite at the moment says stir fry on it um mm. so like they're doing this thing where they're like i think they're doing like they're suggesting other ways that, or like other places you can use vegemite and yeah mine says stir fry i have not used it for that but i could easily see how that would be yummy because you know i add soy sauce to <laughs> you know stir fry so no i've i've added it to gravy it's good I, mm-hmm. When I first heard about adding it to gravy, I was repulsed, but then I was like, actually, this makes sense because, yeah, it is it is damn near almost like a beef stock or a bovril or something like that. <laughs> bovril? It's a beautiful name for a baby boy. <laughs> uh, bovril, uh, we were discussing this in the Discord, Um, it's a, it is a Vegemite-like thing. It is used, I think, explicitly as a stock. Um, mm. It's British, of course it fucking is. Um, you can use it to make a drink. Uh, sort of what? like a, I don't know, if you just feel like drinking, I guess it's like a soup, but it's sort of like I a... I guess like miso. A stock tea. Yeah, kind of, but I don't know. I mean, just, yucky, but... Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have miso soup, right? <laughs> Some real old man shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you'd you have a fisherman's friend in, in your pocket if you're going to drink some bovril, like that's a vibe. Yeah. Fisherman's friend, good for, good for scuba diving if you need to, if you need to like clear your sinuses, very good for that. I, I have huh. some in this in this very office. Oh, you're going to be a bovril lad. You're going to be maybe, an old maybe. man with your bovril and your fisherman's friend. Yes, yes. I... And your sandwich spread. Yeah, yeah. We're unstuck in time. I pigeonholed you. <laughs> For fuck's sakes. Um, um, no, I, I'm trying to think of other food crimes, but uh, I know oh. there was a very funny suggestion in the Discord by by dear friend of the show, uh, Sarah, about why hasn't there been a Vegemite beer, at which point I pointed oh. out that, like, <laughs> beer is kind of, it would probably just be beer. That's pretty funny, though. Like, it's kind of trying to... that's That feels very wasteful and just, like, unnecessary. I love it. Sorry, that does remind me about something I was going to say because... You know, we're, we're keeping it light so far. We have we have skirted into dark territory. There was a very famous, like, deeply shitty thing where, like, former Indigenous Affairs Minister Nigel Scullion, I think the fucker's name was, like, uh, suggested they ban Vegemite from remote Indigenous communities uh, because he thought they, you know, remote Indigenous communities are remote. They don't have a lot of services. Um, a lot of these communities, are, the people within them are dealing with, like, trauma and poverty. So, you know, and those are the things that kind of force any population of people to, you know, turn to alcoholism. And uh, so a lot of these communities have, you know, some of them are dry, some of them are controlled. It's very paternalistic and kind of shitty. Uh, Nigel Scullion was 
talking about banning Vegemite in these communities for fear that oh they would God. use Vegemite, for fear that they would use Vegemite to make moonshine. Jesus. What, does he want to fucking ban fruit as well? <laughs> yeah, motherfucker's never heard of Pruno. What's Pruno? I've never heard of Pruno. Uh, prison wine. Oh. It's, it's nasty as shit. Like you get, and you know, you get all sorts of like uh, botulism and shit when you make it. It's like you put some, put some, you know, fruit cup in a bag with like some sauce and some yeah. other shit. It ferments rapidly. It creates this nasty ass alcohol that will get you tanked, but also probably kill you. Oh, I think my dad just went straight for the heroin. Pruno. <laughs> 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 That's pretty fucked probably, up, pretty dark. Probably safer, arguably. Honestly, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> who knows? Anyway, uh, Scullion, who fortunately resigned in 2013, I think it was. Um, I meant 2019. Sorry, everyone. Got, you know, roundly mocked for this. And, you know, it was highlighted how Fuck dog whistly and racist this shit was. Um, because as we've said throughout this episode, um, the yeast in Vegemite is dead it it can't be used to ferment it's anything being spent it's spent yeast <laughs> you fucking oh my god the, sorry I sorry sad detour country. from sorry you were gonna say i just said i hate this fucking country <laughs> it's rubbish yeah yeah I, I i like we will keep the vegemite the rest can go in the bin my um, um my last potential food crime i've never had this and it's food crime for the non-vegemite element of it and it's the uh what was previously known as vegemite i snack 2.0 that has now changed been rebranded into cheesy bite but basically it's like the spreadable cream cheese mixed with vegemite in a jar um i'm sure oh, it's actually right. probably fine but spreadable cheese like the cheese spread, like the one that you just have at room temperature, just wigs me out. I can't. It no, just no. I, yeah, mm. I I fully agree with you. It looks like I've, I've had it before. It tastes like shit. It's just really? like okay, this is sort of like subtle hint of cheese. I would rather well, just get like a big block of like beaker or craft cheddar right. or something like that. Just like an echo of the flavor you would get from cheese. It sucks shit. That sounds bad. <laughs> And it's called iSnack 2.0. Not everything has to be called iSomething. Oh, this was... Was this in the early teens, I guess we yeah. have to call? Like, was it... That was kind of when it happened. Like, sort of from, like, 2011 to 2014. <laughs> so that kind of era. Yeah, I think I think you've just... I think from the name alone, you've, like, narrowed in on when that was. <laughs> yeah, when, when every cunt was, like, calling their shit, like, iSomething. Or, yeah, mm -hmm. it, was, it was incredibly dorky. Yeah, yeah, I remember this and I remember it being a big thing and it was, of course, just like, you know, it was a brand trying to, like, drum up interest in the product. It was like, I don't know, new new recipe Coke or whatever the fuck that was. So, look, uh, if unless we have any other... Oh, sorry, I have one more Vegemite thing. Going back to the baked beans, um, my wife got me into, for a while there, just, like, baked beans on Vegemite toast. They worked very Ooh, well together. That yeah, sounds great. I, yeah, that was something, that, again, that I was just like, oh, God, I don't like it. But then I was like, no, for we went through a big phase of that for a while and look when my my kids are capable of eating without getting shit everywhere like <laughs> that'll probably be what i give them <laughs> give it another fucking two decades yeah yeah when they're in uni <laughs> <laughs> um oh sorry was did you want me to watch that oprah video yes jesus christ okay sorry uh before we get into some like cultural stuff i'm gonna make josie watch watch a video another video 
Um, this okay. is from Oprah's Australia tour in like, Jesus, what was it? Like 2013 or something like that. Or it may have been way earlier than that. Um, I was not paying attention. It's Oprah Winfrey with Hugh Jackman. Uh, she did the show at the Sydney Opera House because that's the only fucking place that, Amer- that you know, Americans at this time knew about other than like Uluru. And uh, yeah, I will. we will just capture Josie's reaction. This is Hugh Jackman trying to explain the consumption of Vegemite to Oprah Winfrey. Good. There's one thing I haven't tried. I have not tried Vegemite. What? Really? No, that's why it's here. Oh, and oh. everywhere I go, people say, have you tried Vegemite? So I'm a little scared. Okay. Do you like salty things? Yeah, I do, actually. You like salty? Well, yes. it's, it's very salty. Okay. The key is not to have too much. Now, you can either have it on, my favourite's on a sayo. Mm, sayo, yeah. All right, so he's recommending that Oprah has it on, like, a cracker with margarine. Yeast extract. Yep. No, no, no. Yeast extract. Oh, he's so handsome. Yeah, yeah, he's real charming. He really knows how to like work a crowd. He's yeah, natural showman. Do you have it with wine? Do you have it with wine? No. Oh yeah, he's bullshitting her. <laughs> Usually for breakfast. Usually for breakfast, you have it on toast. It's not because this toast so good in the jar. Come on, no, don't smell doing? it. <laughs> it's just a little bit. Oh, so it's it salty? How you doing? <laughs> Jeez, the amount of people there. Okay. Hang on, I'm gonna have it on toast. I'm gonna have it on toast. Yeah. Vegemite. Vegemite. He should have given it to her on on toast in my Oh no, it would have been cold toast. Nah, uh, he did the right thing. Yeah, she likes it, yeah. Yeah, because it's yummy. We'll have a little more. A little more. A little more. Oh, you like salty. Oh. Yeah, she's put more on. Go for it. I love that about you. No, on a you can have more. Yeah, no, she likes it. Yeah, good job, Oprah. You have human taste buds that really like the glutamates. You love them. Good work. All right. <laughs> well, you don't have to eat it out of the tub with a spoon. It's fine. It's fine if you... Maybe you do need someone to... Okay, to be fair... Hugh Jackman could feed me anything. I'd probably be like, Haha, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And look, he, like, three years later, look, I don't know if this came out in 2012, but like in, oh, like, seven years ago, like in 2015, he was on Jimmy Fallon doing the same shit. Just like, oh. no, no, Americans, please don't shove your whole fist into the jar <laughs> and lick your hand clean. Uh, <laughs> spread it thinly on toast or a cracker or some shit. Um, there was the wonderful tweet that was like shared in our discord or like posted to us of like someone saying basically like Americans can't understand Vegemite because like, you know, a, a joke about American excess. They can't fathom, you know, oh, doing things the, in moderation. The, I think it was uh, Fung Bunger. Uh, oh, what, was it a, <laughs> punished venom No comment, bunger. no comment. No, rest in peace, Fung Bunger. Oh, God, I'm never going to have heroes again. <laughs> no, never have. Especially online heroes. Come on. Um, no, oh, fuck no. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, what, what strikes me most about this clip is just how fucking embarrassing the audience is. Like, they are simping so hard. Oh, uh, you know, I feel so lame cringe. saying that. But, like, the, it's it's like a Christmas panto. It's just like, Oprah's like, oh, do I, like, put more on? And then it's like, nah. 
Arr! and then when she says she like it, they 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 look like they yeah. want to fucking cry. Some of them, <laughs> and all white women. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just like guys. It's it's fucking food. Who gives? Who cares? Like, why are we so precious about this fucking paste? <laughs> it's it's all we've got. To be fair, it's good slop paste. But like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like and yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it is all we got. All we got is the slop paste and some like cool kitschy art of like kangaroos. We got our big things. And then there's just the darkness. But yeah. like maybe we should maybe we should that's part of this podcast is exploring. Well maybe the darkness the darkness, and... the darkness is in. What well, in the jar. the jar of Vegemite itself. It's all a the metaphor. Dar- the darkness is within us and the little yellow jar. <laughs> that's right. It's all it's there. Perfect. We're there all Vegemite along. is us. just to wrap up i do i'm sorry i wasn't going to read anything else i wasn't going to do any academic shit but i just found i will share this article uh slippery symbols of australia it's kind of an extract kind of a trailer to a book i'm going to read called symbols of australia imagining a nation by richard white and melissa harper that came out last year um that examines australian culture and it's extremely our shit and uh Mm -hmm. this is a paragraph about uh, the concept of the cooey, uh, which is, uh, what do you know about the cooey? The cooey? You know, the concept of, you know, going cooey over cooey. like long distances as like a form of signaling. Yeah, you're just letting someone know that you're there, right? That- Hi everyone, it's Lucas in Poster. Josie did a little bit of research on cooeys. Um, the word cooey originates from the Darug language of Aboriginal Australians in the Sydney area. The call was used to communicate with one, with another person at a distance. Uh, cooey was typically expressed as a long, loud call ending on a shrill rising inflection on the E. Uh, the call was later adopted by colonial settlers and was widely used as a signal, especially in the bush. It means come here and has now become widely used in Australia as a call over long distances. I don't know much about it. Maybe like the way you say it and like the pitch like allows it to travel over greater distances or something like that. I'm talking out my ass, but um. It was, yeah, uh, this talks about like uh, it was an extremely, it was something that was really latched onto in early Australia to differentiate us from like just other colonial subjects. Um, Quote. What, the cooey? Yeah. What? Uh, Quote, the cooey was another symbol that faded through the 20th century. From early in the 19th century, it was accepted as an oral national symbol like the Swiss yodel, Big Ben's chimes or the kookaburra's laugh. One enthusiast, W.J. Souden, urged his compatriots to replace three cheers with three cooies. What? Another... Yeah, I know. Like, shut the fuck up, (laughs) idiot. Another... Oh, this is better. Another, Maud Wordsworth James... Oh, hall of name. Wanted a cooey corner set up in every Australian home... You can't just say cooey corner. Yeah, when we get a, st- if we ever get a studio, there will be a cooey corner. I don't know what the fuck it will look like. With what, various, what, what was it for? With various cooey knickknacks, no elaboration. What? In- <laughs> what, what Sorry, the fuck is I just the- blasted out my sound in, I, and I, I leaned away as well, like leant away. Holy f- cooey knickknacks! Uh, and uh, are we talking course- about the same fucking thing? What the fuck? Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna Google cooey knickknacks later and just be like, "What the <laughs> fuck is that?" Cooey uh, knickknacks so, is my name. And of course, you know, because it's Australian, like it starts off very stupid and gets racist. Uh, content warning for this last bit, including perhaps the cooey cuckoo clock, 
which had an Aboriginal man popping <gasps> out to Cooey on the hour. Oh, come on. What oh, you were on a roll with stupid with... shit. Why did you have to get grim? Like, it was already f- weird and funny, and then it just got racist. <laughs> I, well, I'm, I'm going to set up a Cooey corner in the house. Cooey... A cooey corner is very funny to me. I just don't understand. I don't understand any of what you just read to me. <laughs> Except for the <laughs> racism. Spend... That, that tracks. You spend five minutes in the cooey corner. Don't hit your brother. Go to your cooey corner. You just stand there in the corner cooeying. And it and it hurts you, I guess, because like a corner would like <gasps> just echo, reflect the sound back at you. Oh, I'm overthinking this stupid shit. I, I'm just fucking thinking of... <laughs> I'm thinking of um, one of the fucking like superheroes that like blast you with like their supersonic yell or whatever, oh, um, yeah, like yeah. Old Mate and Thor, but it's just a fucking cooey. Like you just you cooey, and they're like, oh god, that horrible Australian accent, that cooey, it's too powerful. It's <laughs> just, I love it all. It's like it's like Captain America. They were frozen for like two hundred years and defrosted, <laughs> and now they're powerful cooey. And their, and their racism are their main weapons. It's so funny, like, that, it's like, so when I think of a cooey and, like, that sort of call, that's, like, feels to me like a bird call when they're trying to communicate over long distances. But instead of, like, mm-hmm. they had to make it just a thing. They, they really just had to make it a thing. They, like, yeah, it's, it's so forced. It's so tacky. Oh, it gets more forced. Um, what? Sorry, I'll... Con- I'll continue the quote if you're okay. Sorry, I, I'm already reeling. Oh, okay. It's about to get sillier. Uh, Cooey jewelry <laughs> was also a thing. The word spelled out as a gem encrusted snake. What? How do you spell it? Uh, C O E. I thought so. But. So it's just, just like <gasps> Diamante C, Diamante O. Just, uh, I don't know. Like. This is trash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cooies were a feature of welcomes to Nellie Melba, who was an opera singer and I think a racist piece of shit, in 1902. Uh, the Great White Fleet in 1908. No idea what the fuck that is. But it sounds, <laughs> I don't want to know. It rings a bell. And Lord Baden-Powell in 1912. <gasps> that cunt. Oh, okay. Yeah, he sounds like it. <laughs> oh, he's like the scout dude. Oh, Jesus. What? Oh. oh and I'm pretty okay. sure he's, like, super racist as well. Like, wasn't he, like... Was he, like, a Rhodesia guy? Oh, fuck, he might have been. I know I know there was a lot of, like, non-shit baked into the Scouts. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Founder. I mean... Oof. Oy vey. Yeah, all right. And him being British uh, really cements that. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, and Lord Baden-Powell in 1912, not to mention Annette Kellerman's diving exhibitions throughout the world. Football games and theatres rang with cooies as much as the bush was supposed to. So again, it's like, it's, you know, it's a f- signalling device uh, for the wilderness that is just being like forced into settings where it's not needed at all. Uh, recruitment campaigns from 1914 went town to town enlisting the cooey as the empire's call for help to Australia. No mm. cooey could go unanswered. Fuck, I'm saying cooey a lot. Yet in the more restrained society of the 1920s, those exuberant cooies disappeared. The Kui seemed outdated as the nation searched for more modern national symbols such as the Surf Lifesaver or the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. That reminds me. I have so much to say about Surf Lifesavers. It's a whole thing. It's a whole history. Holy fuck. <laughs> Ugh. Can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, sorry. We're going to revisit this book at some point. Or I don't know. This, is, this could be like a keystone text for us. <laughs> yeah, no. I think going like 
I mean, depending on the format of it, going chapter by chapter could be really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That This is weird. I hate... Fucking cooey corner. <laughs> Look, in the spirit of the podcast, I will now be setting up a Vegemite corner. Uh, <laughs> just full of, like, weird knickknacks and horse shit. Look, uh, shout great. out to a friend of the show, Bong Dragon's, like, vintage plate with the, like, <gasps> notes... The musical yes. notation for the song. That's that's wonderful. That's that was sick. That's pure. I can feel the kitsch radiating off it. I would I would legit put that on my wall. I think people who use plates as decoration, like, you're fucking weird. But like, no, no, that would be on my wall. No, it's it's very cute. And again, I love kitsch. So yeah. Um, was there anything else? Uh, no. Uh, build a Vegemite corner in your house or a Kui <laughs> corner. That's your homework. Uh, send us photos of your Kui corner. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or, or make your own um, Australian icon. Like, just you can do it. Apparently, you can just do it. Yeah, just just pick. You just like brute force it. Just pick any old shit, and yeah, just say like, no, no, no. This is a quintessentially Australian thing. I'm taking a shit on the toilet. Uh, that popular activity <laughs> that is only done in Australia. She's shitting and farting. It's an, Not- it's an icon <laughs> of Australia. <laughs> oh God. But yeah. <laughs> Look, all we need is just, like, a couple of, like, conventionally attractive women to make, like, slightly <laughs> passive-aggressive videos on YouTube. It's just like, I love my cooey corner. It's, I just go into the corner and just fucking cooey to no one. <laughs> and, you, you know, oh it's so gosh. good. My husband, my boyfriend loves it. Can, and I don't, just... I don't think it's just something women should do. We, we could literally, like, just start talking about our cooey corner as if it has always been a thing. And, like... <laughs> just side-eyeing people who ask us what a cooey corner is you don't like, have you, a cooey corner in your house it's a cooey corner what are you talking about it's a cooey corner <laughs> cooey knickknacks let's let's <laughs> this is uh please join us for our next episode uh the gang try culture jamming <laughs> uh no i don't have anything else um vegemite is great um people who get like too aggro about vegemite are weird though um get a Calm hobby down <laughs> get a cooey corner into you <laughs> Fucking hell. Say cooey a hundred times in a couple of minutes and feel like your brain is turning into paste. <laughs> if if you say cooey three times in a mirror, the fucking, I don't know. Ne- Melly giant... Melba. Uh, no, <laughs> Nelly Melba. I think she's an opera singer. I don't know. I, I reckon she's got a section on her Wikipedia just called racism. Yeah. Or Baden Powell, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, wait. I better um, be careful just in case she's based. Uh... Yeah, no. I'm, that's why I'm going with Baden Powell. Okay, Baden Powell. Yeah, Baden Powell appears and I don't know, just like yells at you. Yeah, I know it's probably it's definitely racist to you. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, I know we we went all over the shop. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, tell us about uh, your Vegemite stories and uh, how much you love it and what uh, amazing things you've made with it. What shit things you've made with it. But yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to talking at you again in two weeks. And it'll be the start of our Christmas episodes. I really got to stop telling, saying what episode's happening. No, next. yeah, fuck don't it. just okay. don't do it anymore. No, no, fuck <laughs> it. no, no, no. Okay, no more. Okay, bye everyone. Bye. Bye. Hi everyone. Uh, no, I did not get a chance to try the Vegemite chicken that they are selling at Coles. Uh, that was announced, 
I think the morning after we record this podcast, I was furious. I will try. I will try it at some point, though. I am excited. I think it looks good. Uh, thanks again for listening. You can follow Josie on Twitter at JSSPCR1. You can follow me at Luxasm. You can follow the show at OzGothicPod. And if you like what we do, you can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash Australian Gothic Podcast. Uh, thanks again. Sorry this one was a bit late. Love you. Love you.